Hello, this is Women Wrestling Friends Wrestling Podcast, and I'm Tyler Breeze, and this is? I'm Cesaro. There you go. Who else we got? Ruby Riot. <laughs> oh, yeah, and? Seth Rollins. There we go. And I'm Sarah the Rebel! I am Sarah the Rebel. And I am Misfits tomorrow. And this is Women Wrestling's Friend Podcast. Yes. Bar, bar, bar. I can't say it's the S's because I my nose is blocked. Wrestling. Yeah, I know. We're both sick, so <laughs> apologies if we start coughing on in your ear. We don't mean it. We swear. We... Take it like some ASMR. Is that what that's oh, called? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Does that make you feel soothed? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, don't, I actually don't either. Um, so we're women. Yeah. Hi. And we, we like wrestling and we have friends. It's true. Uh, and today we don't have any friends with us because our friends are the WWE and NXT superstars what? who competed in the League of Legends championship They're match. Absolutely, our best friends now. Even though I wasn't there, yes, Cesaro and I are practically affianced. I don't know how to say that word. That, that anyway, worked for me. So we have some interviews with those WWE NXT superstars, uh, and they include Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Ruby Riot, Xavier Woods, many more of them. Um, and we are also going to be talking about Survivor Series. We are a pay per view that happened, and mm -hmm. I wasn't looking forward to, but was better than I expected. Yes, I I found generally with WWE pay per views, the ones you're not expecting anything of always end up being the ones you're like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, I do have beef with some of the endings, but you know what? We'll get to that in a minute. Yes, and we will. So if you're joining us for the first time, we are now passing you the digital collection plate uh, in honor of Kofi Kingston, who was actually. One of the people we interviewed today, we asked that you go to our ko-fi.com slash Sarah the Rebel. That's Kofi. That's how we pronounce it here. Kofi.com slash Sarah the Rebel. Mm -hmm. And donate $3. It helps us with our studio fee. Yes. Get that cash money cash for this quality, quality audio. So diving right into the interview, which I know that's what everybody is here to see. I was invited to Riot's Gaming Arena, um, which I didn't know was a thing because I don't actually watch a lot of League of Legends championships. I'm more in the fighting game world uh, mm -hmm. than than the MOBAs. Um, but I was taught how to play League of Legends by people at Riot. So I have I have an understanding. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, they wanted to get me to work there as a writer. And they were like, you have to play the game, though. And I was like, all right. And um, I'm real bad at it. So anyway. Um, <laughs> no, you're not the only one. It's true. <laughs> it's true. We're going to get to that. So the premise of the show was that um, the WWE superstars faced the NXT superstars. They were two teams led by some League of Legends um, experts, and they they did a whole build up to it. They actually came onto NXT and like had some beef like before a match. We saw our friend Karen, mm -hmm. who was on the show last week. She's actually in the footage for that episode. Um, and then the New Day were kind of the hosts slash hecklers. So let's dive right on in to the interviews. Okay, guys, we're here. I just watched something amazing. Cesaro is talking in the background because he is a chatterbox. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. We just watched NXT versus WWE at League of Legends. And now we have some questions. Look, he's, he's still talking, guys. Hello, everybody. Okay, so my first question, of course, Ruby Riot, is for you. So you came from the indie scene. I did. Um, what are the differences as far as your time schedule and your time frame? Uh, I don't have any anymore. Um, I was pretty busy when I was on the Indies, but now it's just constantly on the road and um, visiting new places and on planes and everything like that. So, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I so, with your new time schedule, how do you find time to get gaming in life if you do at all? Uh, I bring my laptop with me and uh, try to game when I'm on the road. Um, it just all depends sometimes. Um, where internet access is and everything like that and depending on what country we're in and everything so 
it's kind of tough. So this interview will go up after the results are live. Do you think that the, the lack of time affected your team's outcome? 100%. Yeah. 100. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Those people, those people are down in Orlando. They're at, the, they do nothing Monday through Friday. They're in the same place all the time. They can correlate schedules. They can play together. They don't have to do anything. They're not traveling. They're not doing nothing. Of course. How many countries were we just? In? We just got back from Europe. Yeah, we were just in Europe for 17 days. What do you? Of course, they're sitting at home in their, in their little performance center by themselves. Oh, what do we have to do all day? Nothing. Nothing. We're just gonna. Let's, okay, let's practice for our game. Ooh. Cesaro, do you have strong feelings about the lack of practice? Yes, uh, You know, I, I feel like uh, tooting the same horn as Seth did because I feel like they have way more time to practice together. Like you said, they're always in the, stay, in, the, in the same place. If they travel, they all travel together. They can just set up practice rounds all the time. So I feel we're definitely at a practice disadvantage in, uh, in this game. And you, you seem to feel like... Um, Maybe your team didn't practice even as hard as, as you did. Do you think you have more time, or did you just make more time? Well, I just, um, you know, I, I hate to lose very, very, very much, so I may or may not have made uh, extra time to practice a lot. A lot. Maybe you looked into, you know, maybe maybe just immersed myself. Guides? Maybe just immersed myself completely in this. And, and, and um, how did you handle that loss? Did and, uh, you, uh, not, not well, not well. Okay. Um, All right, just checking. You know, um, well, you know, you kept so the team strong. Yeah. I did yeah. keep the team. I, I felt like I needed to let, let, let the team know we need to be better than this, yeah. and we, we can't have another loss that was, like that. That was supposed to be motivational. That is very that motivational. That throwing under the bus. Was There's no throwing under the bus. I mean, like all I said is, you know, it's a, no, no. All I said is it's a team game. It's a team game. I didn't say that. All I said was some may may have may or may not have practiced a little more than others. That's all I said. You know, it's up to everybody else to like decipher that. You said that everyone but you and Cutie Pie. That's not true. I said. That's it, that's it, you know. <laughs> I, I just, guys, we're a team. We need to focus. We need we to get this back. We need to focus. Exactly. We need to get this back. Right. This is exactly doesn't what help anybody. NXT wants. All right? We gotta, we gotta true, treat on the true, same true. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. All right. Well, thanks for talking with women oh. wrestling friends. Oh, all. Bye. Right, yeah. Bye. 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 Team NXT. What's up? <laughs> so you guys just won a major victory, WWE versus NXT in League of Legends. How are you feeling right now? Unstoppable. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like we won the World Series. This is the coolest I've ever felt in my entire life. 100%. I believe that 100%. So, uh, curious, because a lot of you guys came from the indie scene, coming up to WWE, is there a big difference as far as your time and how you get to spend it and how much free time you have? I think time-wise it's the same. For me, I just get paid differently now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, so, this schedule can be pretty busy and hectic sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking, on the independents, it was the same type of deal. And a lot of different things like this. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> we can cool, do cool stuff like this. Uh -huh. and like, as far as time-wise, like we made a block of two hours every night to play as a team yeah. in League of Legends to kind of get used to it and whatnot. So like practice. So, yeah, we had time to do that. Yeah, we very much so yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. And Dakota and Shayna, you kind of like came out of nowhere uh, and dominated in this. And it seemed like out of nowhere because you guys weren't actually talking as much about, <laughs> you know, any kind of love for League of Legends or anything like that. So have either of you played the game before? And what do you think contributed to you guys just freaking dominating out there? None of us on the team had played League of Legends before. Mm -hmm. I think I played, the, it, I played it once before, but yeah. I was like, wow, I suck at this, and I'll never be good. But like, I think we took it seriously from the get-go, mm -hmm. and then, we, you know, scheduling team practices and things like that, we were, we're that underdog team, so. 
Yeah. And again, we purposely didn't um, talk about it, I think, because we didn't really want to, like, yeah. we didn't know that we're always on it. Even yeah. that I eventually kind of knew. This is hard. <laughs> so, do you guys play other games, everybody? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. What are some of the yeah, games yeah, you play? Yeah, all of us are. Yeah, all of us are. Well, we're all, I think we're all in Red Dead. We're all in Red Dead right now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, do you think you'll give League of Legends another try now that you've put so much time and effort into it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. we feel like we want to so. take this thing even further now. Like, Especially I, if they want to rematch. To the yeah. championships? Yeah. I mean, they I feel like rematch. we got a good thing going here. I mean, yeah. I mean that last game, I mean... <laughs> speaks for itself. That was a rush, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like... It's such a different feeling to be don't under think, Don't think we didn't see you guys posting on there about how unbalanced our team yeah, was. Yeah, right! Oh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. We suck. We're turning on suck it. All right, and that's <laughs> me signing off. Sayonara. The new game! That's enough of that. So we just watched WWE versus NXT at League of Legends. Um... They didn't actually compete. New Day didn't. And uh, I'm just curious, were you guys uh, let down that you didn't get to compete or happy to walk around and be the support team? Not at all. I, I love support. Down. Uh, my job was to heckle, instigate, and uh, I, that's what I do. Well, so, you didn't do a great job because my team was unfazed. Okay. Team NXT was unfazed. Well, they, they had a I was strong wall. Yeah, I was in Breeze's head. I was in Charles' head. Yeah, yeah, you were in his head. Yeah. Get out of head, Charles. Get out of my head. My suit's so tight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was something I don't know if the cameras are going to catch, but you guys wanted to play with some confetti and your suits were too tight. How do you feel about these tight suits? They are so tight. It's hard to bend down. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're big old legs. You got big. I mean, you let me just smack. Ow! Yeah. No pain. You see it? So, so far, every that, that's not a like a kneecap. That was just on the kneecap. Right there. You gotta give it a good slap. You can do that. No pop. You just punch it. It's a Charlie horse. Look, watch. See? That sounded good. All right, all right. Okay. Now we're in business. So. Speaking of being in business, actually this has nothing to do with business, um, are you guys finding that you have enough time to still do your leisure activities like gaming even when you're a wrestler? Because we know you, we've heard that you guys have really busy schedules. How do you still find time for that side of life? We force gaming in. Force it in. Force it in. Force it in. So we travel with PlayStations, some people travel with Xboxes, some people have laptops, but we like to set up all of these things and we call it the lab. So, uh, Kofi tells an interesting story about how yes. before we started the gaming channel, yeah. he uh, wasn't playing games. Yeah, I was actually talking to one of my friends uh, down there, and um, after, I used to play games all the time, through you know high school, college, everything. And then when we had kids, for three years, I would, it was cold turkey, forced cold turkey out of the gaming industry because I did. You, you know, you have like a lot of things that you should be doing when you have a child, like in gaming. Maybe I mean, I guess you know isn't necessarily one of them, but being on the road, um, this is the only time that I'm able to play games. When Woods actually brought his uh, portable gaming system on the road, that opened up my mind to say I can get a portable gaming system too, and I was back in the gaming industry just like that. And here we are, Mr. 24/7, A.K.A. Mr. Gacho, as in Gacho ass, was born, reincarnated. Mm -hmm. So, cool. do you guys think that there is going to be a round two? And if so, who do you got? Mm. Yep. I'm, I'm host, so I'm unbiased at all times. I'm Team NXT. Team, Team NXT. NXT. Just and, uh, yeah, it wasn't close. It, wasn't it was close. decisive. I feel like it. I feel like it was uh, closer than uh, 
than you're making it out to be. Wow. But here's the thing is that, you know, and I said this down there, Cesaro uh, was very, very upset. Don't let that disappointment fool you. What that is, is it's passion. Because we down there do not like to lose. So what everybody on Team WWE is doing is bottling up those feelings, that emotion. They bottling it up and they saving it so they got to be a next time. And next time, like I said down there, the result is going to be very different. And good. NXT is going to learn the hard way. Brother, why are you, why are you badgering Dakota? Because Dakota was... Dakota. No, 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 no. Dakota was bullying Seth. She killed Seth like how many times? 15, like 15 14, times. 15. We have all the, all of the members of the team uh, on the team and, and you go for Seth. Right? She was, Why? She was doing the job. Why? Yeah. No. Well, pick on somebody else. Level. We don't encourage that. That's bullying. That's bullying. <laughs> That's bullying. You heard it first. Remember to go to my own Kofi. Yeah. Code-fi.com slash Sarah the Rebel and give me some money. Bye, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, hi, hi, hi. We back. We back. We back. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. It sounded like a lot of fun. Um, for you guys couldn't see it, but uh, I will post the videos to YouTube as well, so you can watch the new day all slapping each other's thighs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. literally. Yep. Um, so you can see some shame faces that occur as you know Cesaro was berated. Yes. Uh, if you have not seen the match, it's actually pretty enjoyable, even if you do not uh, play League of Legends. Um, and like Seth really was, he kept saying, spoilers, he kept, he's like, I'm a sacrificial lamb. And it's like, yes, you are. Because he got killed like 15 yes. times. And I'm not even exaggerating. It is like, Literally. like 17 I think total? he got killed 17 total that they were counting for us. But 15 of those kills were, were from Dakota, Dakota Kai. Specifically. Straight Molly Whopping, yep. Merkin. Yeah, she's sil just silent assassins just coming up. And I know that Seth's role in that, with that character is to basically like run around and like poison people. But there, there's a better way. Yeah, he wasn't actually achieving any of his nope, goals was um, not. as that character. He's just running full force into like hordes. Right, and then, and then not even poisoning them. Not poisoning them and not just running full face with hordes, but also running near their uh, their, their turret statues. Yes, I, I rem and I'm not, like I said before, not a huge League of Legends um, fan, but I did learn the basics of the game. And even I, like the very first time he did something, I said, why would you... And uh, the Riot, um, so shout out to Jackie and Kristen, to um, PR folks at Riot, who heard that this event was happening. They were like, do you know who I know that loves both wrestling and video games? It's Sarah. So we have to bring her in for her podcast. So shout out to them for the bringing homies. me in. Um, but th she kept looking at my face to see how I react to things <laughs> because even I could see like, Seth, what, why, what is what you, you doing, doing, baby? Oh, Seth, um, I really, why? really, really loved, though, that... Um, it was so enjoyable mm -hmm. compared to what you would think that, you know, generally when it's product placement mm -hmm. and all oh, these, these people who are unskilled at a game are going to play. But I think what the, what made it so enjoyable was that NXT really worked hard yeah. and actually trained. Um, and you'll see this a little bit in the video, the two styles of the coaches. So NXT's coach was all like, looked like a roided little boulder man, like made of yeah, muscle. Yeah. It was like, yeah, come on team. All right, we're going to do this. And then WWE's team captain was this happy man called, I think, Cutie Pie. And he had long hair and buck teeth. And he's just like, yeah, so you're just going to, we're going to try to get over here. Yeah, straight up hippie. And we're going to, you know, maybe try to take these turds down. Bless his adorable little heart. <laughs> um, so it was definitely a clash of styles. And, um, I, just watch it, man. Yeah. It's hilarious. And I, I would probably have been Cesaro. 
Yeah, Cesaro got up and walked away. Yeah, like taking it too seriously. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I try not to be competitive. Like I, I try. I like just playing games with people, but I do get competitive, and I don't like letting that out. Y'all, for real, Tamara is the type you bring to your your RPG night, and she's never played the game before. And then five minutes in, she's raising her hand and be like, "Actually, I see here <laughs> that I have a blah 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 and a blah blah blah. So I'm just gonna blah 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 while I blah blah blah. Is that okay?" And you're like, "What?" Um, uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> she's a she's a savant. I am a, uh, a very angry savant. So you know, I would like to also point out a cuddly angry savant. Yes, it's true. Whereas I, well, you know, I think I'm cuddly and angry and dumb. Would be me. <laughs> You're not dumb. When it comes to games, I just want to play a barbarian and uh, hit things with my hammer. Uh, I would like to point out that both um, segments ended with arguing. Yep. And also, I think I forgot to introduce NXT people. So who you were listening to mm-hmm. was uh, was Shayna Baszler. I've never said her name. Is it Baszler? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, Johnny Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's the one who I gave that sick burn to at the, the beginning, if burn. you were paying attention. And Get that, aloe. Get that aloe on that sick, sick burn. You need to buy him some aloe. So on to the other competition between two brands. Yes. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Uh, overall, good matches. Went long. Uh, I am upset that they put all the tag teams in the pre-show and then decided that it didn't matter for their overall storyline. That was pretty yeah. bunk. But because it was a good match. and um, It also just made them look dumb. Yeah. Because they were all like, oh, sweeping win. And it was like, no. uh. Y'all can't count. Did you forget? You got all that money. Somebody? You, you, you can count. Like, you can at least count to three. I guess if you forget the tag teams exist, that would explain Which what is they happening. F- they frequently do forget the tag teams. With exist. the tag team yeah. storylines right now. Um, um, I will say the biggest disappointment I have from the whole thing is also a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And it's that Charlotte and Ronda Rousey had such um, a good heated energy that they're clearly going to go to WrestleMania and Becky is never going to get her chance to have that match. Yeah. I mean, I my thought about it wasn't so much that Becky won't get it. I It seemed like they were setting maybe up for table, tables, ladders, and chairs but for I think Charlotte and, and maybe. Ronda and, and then do Becky... Rhonda, you think they'll really go back to the girl who had to fight so hard to even get here instead of just going to their tried and true war horse that they use for everything? I, I don't. Well, it's Becky has so much heat, though. Like, it's I think it's hard. It's hard to deny it, even though they've done it before and it's never worked out for them in their favor. Like every time they're like, oh, we don't we would rather do this person. It never works out like they always have to capitulate at the end because the whole entire audience is going to like mess up. What you know what I mean? Like they're they want a thing. Just give them the thing. I don't know. They'll go for years doing that to people. Oh, no, for sure. But I'm just saying like it would be smart. Uh, again, look at, again, look smarter. at what smart. They don't do smart. It's and, true. and again, look at what happened with Finn Balor on top of the world. Yep. And then he came back and was nothing from yep. injury. They they have, you know, they're on the whim. So the only thing working in Becky's favor is her social media game. Mm, uh, it's real good yeah so if she can keep that heat alive that way maybe it'll still work out but it, in the end of the day Nia Jax robbed us of something because she threw a bad punch oh can I I saw your thoughts so yeah okay. go ahead and share so I'll, I'll, my, my, now after seeing this I'm wondering if she was supposed to punch Becky and draw blood but she got too much of that punch because Becky didn't seem very phased by it 
like in in the you know not not that anybody is but i don't know like with all that heat and everything like that i wonder if that was a thing that they were supposed to do and it just didn't because like when you're fake hurting people there's a very specific way of doing that but then when you want to try and hurt somebody that's harder I will not say that your theory is completely unfounded because, I mean, look what happened with them putting Bailey and Sasha mm -hmm. into a match they weren't supposed to be in. Supposedly, <clears throat> sure, it could maybe have been like a long angle they did. My instinct says no. My yeah. instinct says this was just an, an accident. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, but, it, it probably it was be. a mess up, but like at the same time, I could also see them trying to do a thing that didn't work. Um, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Not for another uh, 10 years. You know, it was therapeutic though. Seeing Ev Ronna get that ass beat. Yeah. Every mm. single time Charlotte swung down with the kendo stick. So, um, my boyfriend is a wrestler and he recently was hit several times with a kendo stick and he confirmed that it is one of the top worst things ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like top bad. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's enjoyable. She was hitting her so hard that it so broke. Hard. That it was, pieces were flying off. You could see the welts on her chest she, at the end. She was hitting her in the elbows, the knees, mm -hmm. the ear at one point. Yep. Like, she was just going in. And something about that really spoke to me. And I think it means I'm going to hell. I mean, if it's any consolation, Rhonda's kind of a terrible person. It's true. So um, that might be that part of you recognizing that terribleness of her that deserves that licking. Perhaps. Um, now throw her husband in there and beat him too and I'd oh, be a little happier. Double him. Rhonda's makeup today looked like Rufio. It was Rufio-ish. Uh, we're transitioning from Black Swan to uh, Red-Headed Leader of the Lost Boys. Yes, good. Uh, we're friends with Rufio, Dante Bosco. Yeah, shout out to Dante the shout homie. Um, I, I saw you mention the idea of Charlotte and Becky teaming up as heels. That would be really good, I think, because... I think Charlotte is one of those characters, like, face Charlotte's fine, but she is optimum as heel, right? Yes, I so, agree. So, and Becky as a heel was more amazing than I think we have, we yes, expected it to be. Definitely. So if you put them together as, like, just peak, like, like and the kind of heels that they could be, because they're both like, oh, you know, stylish, pretty or whatever, but they're also real vicious, mm -hmm. I think that would work real, real nice. What's funny is I almost think they'd be too dominant. Which is a weird thing to say. Like, yeah. the, the way, like, their style and how they bring that energy and that anger, mm -hmm. like, yeah, how would you beat that to really technically sound, you know? It would be a good way of giving Asuka and Naomi yes, something to I do agree. because they're both faces. And um, I don't know, maybe you should do something good with maybe. them. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the end. So, oh, just in case you are listening to our show and you haven't watched it, which would be not the smartest thing if you don't want to be spoiled, but whatever, not your mom. Mm -hmm. um, Charlotte lost by DQ. Yes, which I thought was She weird. goes crazy. Yeah, I, it wasn't very satisfactory, but like you said, I think it's to build up to tables, ladders, and chairs. So, you know, she's beating her with the kendo, she hits her with the chairs, and then um, my favorite part is the refs finally came in i kept saying why are there no mm -hmm. refs coming in like normally as soon as this happens the refs come back i was like did they think just because she's a woman they don't need to but there's a moment where she stands we can't call it nose to nose with mm -mm. that ref because his nose was in the clavicle yep and that's that's a uh, big mood big mood for me just, that was the most one of the most satisfying parts of the whole thing was her staring down that ref oh so good just a big large angry manic woman mm -hmm. Looking down at that ref, 
Like, get the hell out of my way. Pushing him by the face. That other ref who didn't want no smoke. Didn't want that smoke. That was my f- another favorite part. The first one got that heat. The second one got a little more heat. Third so, one. Mm-mm. He said, no, thank smoke. you. No, Do thank not you, want. I literally mm-mm. out loud when I watched that part said, oh, he didn't want none. Mm-mm. He didn't want none of that. Because he was supposed to at least get pushed, but he was immediately like, oh, nope. He tried to run away. He tried to get through them ropes real fast. Did not, did not happen. And uh, we've mentioned before that the way that we do the agenda for this show is we we have a Google Doc, so we both write comments. And I went to write a comment about that, and it was already in the... <laughs> yeah, because I was like, didn't want that heat. Didn't want that smoke. Didn't want it. No. Nope. Um, Big mood. My fa- That's that whole... And I think, like... I, well, I think... When is Naya getting her match? Is Naya getting her match at TLC? Okay, when I was getting her match at TLC, so I guess I guess it is mania. That's weird. That's a weird. That's a real weird way of doing that. It, a lot of things to me struck me as weird about um, how they spoke about matches and yeah. then the matches they put on. For example, when um, so the Daniel Bryan match, mm-hmm. um, and they showed a whole bunch of stuff about his beef with AJ Styles. Yeah, how weird is it to watch all of this catch up to a beef with one person, and then he has a match with the other person. I could see it on a normal show, like mm-hmm. on Raw or SmackDown, but on a pay-per-view, to me, it felt very out of place. And yeah. they did it a few times. You know, they mm-hmm. showed Becky, you know, and her whole thing with Nia. Like, was that really that, I don't know, important to understanding the pay-per-view? Um, I don't know. Like, it's... It was strange to me. The whole, their whole concept of storytelling was very strange, this whole, like, the, like the the imaginary 6-0, and which was not an actual right. thing. The The... Oh, yeah, the betrayals in yeah. you know this the the in the elimination match. So I guess uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonia Deville are are working this angle where they're kind of being split up, and it's sad to watch girlfriends fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just love each other, just love each other. And then Nia pushing over her teammate Sasha, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about this match when we get to it. Um, and then I think oh everyone turned on Braun. Yeah. So there's just a lot of weird interweaving but nothing clear happening yeah. and i've mentioned before that some people really like that but for me as a fan i want to i want a really clear laid out what am i supposed to feel yeah when i watch this especially because like the only it'd be different if they had um baron out like at almost like every match to try and you know because that's the thing that makes more sense there so if you bring up the fact that he can maybe be permanent gm if they go six and oh why why don't you have a segment of him talking up every raw guy before they go out every raw team why don't why isn't he down you know by the the announcers thing trying to like you know why right. isn't he doing more stuff to bolster them um so that's kind of weird i also thought it was weird that alexa bliss did so little too because yes she's concussed and she can't actively you know, wrestle, but there's so many things that a manager can do without wrestling. Yeah, um, that was weird too. I mean, I, I know there's so much chaos and everything. So, but why even have her down ringside? Right. If she's not gonna if do she anything. Wasn't gonna... I know Baron was there, so you could get that look on his face when um, somebody kicked out of something. I don't remember what it was, but it was a real great, like amazed, dumb, amazed look. It was nice. He ever since he cut his hair, he's totally redeemed himself yeah, in the women so wrestling better. friend's eyes. Yep. Just you know, yeah, that haircut. <laughs> And, you know, I'm fine with him wrestling in a suit that looks like he's a manager at TGI Fridays. I don't care. Uh, So we're going to talk about the women's uh, survivor match because it it was had a lot of moments that were fun. And then a lot of moments where I was like, what the hell? So the first moment that I was what the hell. So they let Naomi kick Nia Jax so that Mm -hmm. Naomi could get her big. Oh, side note, the crowd booing Nia. Yeah. 
It was Roman Reigns level booing. The whole night. She has become the new Roman Reigns, yeah. I think. Um, 100%. But in this case, it would be fine because she actually gets to be a heel. Yes. Um, so Naomi gets the kick on Nia, knocks Nia down, and then is immediately eliminated by Tamina? Yeah. The woman who's like constantly winning all sorts of rumbles and everything like that is just the first eliminated from yeah. Survivor. Yeah. A woman who's once a champion. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, people like, no offense to Mickey James, but you know, she's not currently winning anything. Well, then, yeah, they're not pushing her like Mickey, that. Mickey, Carmella, Mandy Rose, and Sonia were all still in. So I thought that was a weird choice, um, saying what they think about Naomi, basically. Um, and for the order of eliminations, Naomi was eliminated by Tamina. Tamina was eliminated by Carmella. Of all people. Again, this really goes back to my point about Naomi. She was eliminated by someone who was eliminated by Carmella. Yeah, I don't. Just so they could get Carmella's dance break in there? Yeah. I feel like you could have just thrown Mandy Rose because Mandy Rose looked green as hell in every spot she had. You really probably should have took her out earlier. Yeah. She did a lot of stuff yeah. where I was watching and I was just like, oh, this this all looks like someone very new. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. A, it was, it was and then. Uh, so Mickey James was eliminated by Mandy Rose. Mm -hmm. Then Carmella was eliminated by Bailey. Uh, Mandy Rose was eliminated by Sasha, and Bailey and Sonia got a double count out. Um, and Sasha was eliminated by Asuka after Jax betrayed her. Betrayal. And Asuka was eliminated by Naya. And I think when we get to the end, like most of these matches with multi women, that's when it started getting more interesting because mm -hmm. they could tell stories. Yeah. Although I will once again point out the last women's um, ladders match, they did an amazing job of telling multiple stories with a bunch of women still in the match. I, I would like them to get whatever intern wrote that back, please. Hey, right, bring and them back. I really enjoyed the Bailey and Sonia stuff, mm -hmm. even though sometimes I mix them up because yes. um, ponytails. They both had ponytails. Uh, yeah, I think Sonia is has a lot of upside, and it's weird that they haven't let her do more. I think they will. I yeah. do. I feel <laughs> that they are trying to to build her, mm -hmm. just like they're building with, with Mandy Rose a bit. I, I see it in her future. Yeah, and also she'd be great because she's openly um, LGBT mm -hmm. and talks about it. Yep. You know, if they want to actually walk the walk that they so so, according to them, mm -hmm. are supportive of, then do it. Yeah, shout out to Fred who's not on the roster no more. Yeah, shout out to Fred. Um. <clears throat> Sasha and Asuka had a really great spot in there. Yeah. Really enjoyed watching their part of the match. And something that kind of struck me, too, that the commentary team said at least twice, uh, when Mickey James and Asuka were going at it, and they said this is a, would be a dream match to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And they said this a few times, and I wanted to be like, so you know. Yeah. So you are aware that we want to see these matches. And yet? And yet. You are not giving them to us. You are continually giving us these six women, five women, ten women. Yeah. I, stop it. Yeah. It's, it's, stop it. Give us some Just, good singles. Put Mickey James against Asuka. Yeah. Or give, give us some fucking tag teams. You fucking cowards. Just, just do it. Just do it. You're, you're kind of doing it, but you're kind of not doing it, but you're just friends. Just do it. Fucking do it. Um, yeah. Sasha and Bailey even had a tag maneuver. Yep. You know, they're clearly trying to do something there. They are. Um, um, Mickey had a bridge submission that she did on Mandy that was really cool. Yeah, actually. So funny enough, um, if you guys follow Santino Bros on Twitter, you'll see that Charlotte and Fit Finley stopped by the dojo. And I had to laugh when I saw there was a um, an abdominal stretch. Mm -hmm. And then there was that move, the submission that Mickey James did. And those are actually things that we 
you see Santino Bros students do a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you could tell they must have stopped by the dojo. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's, for example, Heather Monroe, who just was on Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and she trained with Santino. She does that move quite a bit. It's a, a variation of a death lock. I yeah. don't know if it has its own real name, though. Probably. Bridging yeah. death lock. Bridging yeah. inverted death lock. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I never can tell when something is inverted or not, by the way, in a move. I'm always guessing if I call right. something <laughs> inverted. Uh, inverted. Inverted. And you just wait till someone corrects you. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. How I live my life. Um, yeah, so saying we want to see Mickey and Asuka, I was happy. We won't spoil Raw or SmackDown for anybody, which is funny because we're spoiling Survivor Series for you. But mm-hmm. um, we did get some singles matches. We did. And both shows, yeah. which was a breath of fresh air. Um, uh, Sasha's weave was great. Yes, I noticed it. Her and Naomi both having mm-hmm. the hair by the butt. And here I am struggling to wrestle with a little bit of hair. Wow. Uh, Carmella did a struggle moonwalk DDT. Struggle. And I just want to call it out because there is a Michael Jackson dressed impersonator wrestler guy mm-hmm. uh, who does a moonwalk DDT and did it on my friend Jarrell. And um, I'm just very angry that Carmella stole his move. Yeah. And did it poorly. She moonwalked and stopped and then did a DDT. You know how like moonwalks are supposed to be like effortless and gliding? Um, Carmella's is not. She's doing it wrong. She's yeah. uh, scooting her feet back yeah. instead of putting them forward. Yeah. it's uh, When you moonwalk, you're supposed to put your feet forward and then slide them back. Yeah. Yeah. She just, doom, it's like forcing doom, it. It's like, it's doom, like, no, I'm a, doom, I'm a moonwalk. Feet, you're going to moonwalk. Doom, doom. My brother, we, uh, we met up in Vegas with my family and we sat around watching Michael Jackson videos for an extended amount of time. Yeah, you do that. Um, because he he was talking about, he's like, this was the first time we all saw the moonwalk. Like, we watched that video, you oh, know? Oh, the, the, from when, the yeah, awards? Yes, from yeah. the awards when we all saw it and, like, how it made us feel mm-hmm. and everything. You know, it was kind of cool to talk about. Yeah, if you've never seen that video, you should because people lost their shit. And not just, like, regular people. That audience was full of, like, mega famous people. Yes. Like, Diana Ross lost her shit. And this is, like, peak Diana Ross. Uh, you know, Mar- the reason I think we ended yeah. up on that video was because I didn't know that Cher had danced with the Jackson five before. Yes. Yeah. And I, in my opinion, killed it yeah. like for us, a, a, a lady of her stature and self yep. and what she'd been doing up until this point. Cher used to get down. I had no idea. Cher was just going pop, 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 hit mm. up that little robot real quick. She was, yeah. Uh, she Sh- looked great. Shout out to Cher and her variety show in the 70s. She had dope ass outfits and was getting it in. Yes. Uh, so, Nia Jax is a heel now. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, that's probably the best place for her because being a sort of giant valley girl heel is a thing that works and it's the place where she probably should be because they had they had it for a second. They had her face. They had her face space, and then they just let it go. Right. They like they immediately did that weird, yes. fucked it up. I remember. So uh, now you can't ever do that again. Now she's just a heel forever. Good. Leave her that way. It's fine because I don't. I don't like their whole idea of like I'm different than a lot of other girls as being your basis for her yeah. face being yeah. face. Yeah. Um, because it's it's a real weird to say because she's actually more like most girls than you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, mood, Renee frantically grabbing her phone. Yep, that was my that was fart the the fart that was a favorite uh-huh. part. That was my thought. If you if you port man to it, it is a fart. fart. We're from now on we're calling favorite parts of the matches fart. farts. Yes. Um. Yeah. That was uh when they were uh, clearing it for uh 
Shane to no, no, think about your kids. Drop that. Man, elbow Shane on Braun. looked like the point of his elbow went straight into <laughs> Braun's ribs. It looked so and, painful. Yeah, no, that did not look fun at all. Mm-mm. And as soon as they came over there, they were like, everyone jumped back. And then Renee was like, my phone. Like you just <laughs> like her arms was like frantically trying to grab it from its from Adorable. its charger. It was great. So about that match, I guess we could talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, weird also to see. So everyone had to wear their shirts. Yeah. Except Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. who didn't have to wear his shirt. Well, he is the best in the world. So he has different rules at play. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm real mad that Charlotte had to wear that shit and, re- and fuck up her aesthetic. Yes. Because I very much liked her out, her ring gear, which I always like her. Yeah, it was gear, like a, a soft paint. Yeah, it was very nice. different. I, liked it. I loved it. Except um, for that stupid shirt on top. Yeah, and the shirt on top ruined it. So she ripped it off at the end, but then her shirt got caught in her weave. So yeah, happens. You know, listen when you're frantically beating the shit out of somebody with a kendo stick, sometimes your hair I, gets a little mussed. It's true. I always think back to that moment when Ja Rule was on stage performing at a concert, and mm-hmm. he floated down, um, and then was trapped in his suit and couldn't <laughs> get it off his shoe, mm-hmm. and spent the whole song trying to do angry motions. So that he could try to kick it. It's like kicking rocks I when believe you're kicking that, your suit yes. off your foot. I believe that was the last time he performed at a show. That was like the end of his feud with 50 Cent. That was like the nail in the coffin for mm. Ja Rule. So anytime I see like someone trying to get out of a jacket or yeah. a shirt, I'm always like, no, 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 don't Ja Rule. Don't Struggle. you Ja Rule it. Struggle. Uh, anything else about that? the men's elimination match? Um, I really enjoyed Braun uh, catching um, Shane McMahon out of thin air with a, with a clothesline. Yeah, that was As nice. He coast to coasted. Yeah, he. I I appreciated how like much he looked like he was dying through the course of the match. That was uh, oh yeah, accurate. I, li- I laughed out loud when Shane McMahon's standing there and he puts his hands up and he looks exhausted and he does basically the laziest version of "Come on, yeah, like, bring it, bro," and immediately gets murdered. Gets drop kicked. Like, yeah, <laughs> Braun Strowman <laughs> drop kicked him from like five feet away. <laughs> And then just bopped him again and then was just like, go to sleep. Yep, just sleep. It was beautiful. Uh, Finn Rey Mysterio is another one of those things that people were like, oh, you know, the announcers called out how good it was. I'm assuming that Finn's going to be traded to SmackDown uh, because Raw's not doing anything with him. And frankly, Finn Rey would be a great series. And I hope they don't do heel version of it. I just want them to be like, who is the best flyer in the world? And just have them do uh, respectful Finn matches. Finn slipped when he did the coup de grace. Yes. Or coup de grace, whatever it's called. And his tweet was something about like, I'm not wearing these new shoes again. Mm-hmm. And then someone's response was Miz saying, I'm not going to wear this face again. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, Renee's specific line was, Finn just rode the Miz- Miz's face into the ground. And I was like, phrasing. Um, uh, Yes, I also had a yeah. phrasing. I was like, oh, yeah, well, he could on yeah. Tumblr. Listen, hey, people people have written fanfics about this, already, so why not? Already on Tumblr. That looked, so it looked really bad, but if you notice, um, the Miz does turn his face. Yeah. So I think he didn't get the worst. No, Besides no. just someone putting their feet on your yeah, face. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was it was a quick slide and, a, and it didn't go like up his nose. Right. So it could have popped his nose right Yeah, off. it could have been. And he's already, he's already got a fucked up nose from various other things. And the other great uh, uh, commentary uh, of that match was uh, Corey saying, um, Lashley just kicked Rey Mysterio in the soul. That was, that was solid. True. That was a good one. The man Lashley, I just wish there was a solution. 
Yeah, I mean, this isn't the first time uh, they've taken Lashley into their WWE bosom and fucked up his whole shit. So I just feel like that they don't know what to do with him. He was doing fine on Impact and now... I don't necessarily mind the, like, tiny little, like, hype man. Like, I don't mind that necessarily, but... It doesn't seem to really be helping. No, it's not... It's Yeah, it's... Somehow, Lashley is still boring with a tiny hype man. I don't know how. Speaking of tiny hype men, um, what's his name? Pretending to pee himself oh while God. we could clearly see him pressing, trying, trying to get the the mechanism. The me- like he tried to, t- he had to try it three times, two yeah. or three times to get it. And I just was like, that was that was I like when I was talking about I have beef with some of the endings. That's the one I have the most beef with because it was so stupid, it was so unnecessary, and I don't understand why. Just I I don't know. It was weird. I appreciate. Every, you know, the bar and uh, the big show's reaction to it, like in in terms of at least playing, playing the moment fine. So I appreciate them working with what they had, but it was garbage and I, it was dumb. And it I, seems weird to me to understand. put somebody called Authors of Pain with yeah. a comedic yes. manager. I mean, they came, they came out with those weird, like red skull masks and like scarves that are around their faces and they're like, and supposed also, to be here's scary. Our dummy. Yeah. And then I and he's so weirdly tan, which I know is part yes. of his thing, but it's really it, distracting. I hate it as well. Um, I wonder if this is for the kids. You know, like we we think back to things that happened in the Attitude Era, and a lot of it was really dumb. Right. Like so much of it was so dumb. So when I watch stuff like that, I'm like, are they trying to hark back a little to some of the Attitude Era ness, trying to recapture those dumb I, moments? I guess, but like you have to do it with better people than the ones that you're choosing he should have just pissed himself for real yeah honestly he should have just drank a lot of water yep commit to the bit commit that's that we're questioning your commitment homie it's true um the tag team match speaking of which was real great i'm mad that they buried it and um it was like it's it's a weird thing where because i think of who was involved because i think like you know, uh, it, it really you could tell that they put a lot of work into the spots and like a lot of work into like how they were doing everything because there was like a bunch of like crazy ass shit like the uh, um, I always forget their names. Uh, was it Authors of Pain that we're talking about no, still or we're on no, to the I'm next sorry, one? No, I'm sorry, the next one. Uh, Xavier Woods at, oh, the Lucha House Party? Was L- that not Lucha House no. Party, but the guys who generally don't flip. They, they like, we, no, no. The, uh, the, the revival, yes. The revival. I never remember their names. Yeah, I don't remember their names either, as just evidence. Yeah, because um, I was like, wait, there was another tag. Team yeah, there match. was. They were <laughs> and they were hurt for a long time, so like they were just out of sight. Out and of we mind. didn't like them when they first came well, on because not. they came off as like the kind of racists you run into. Yeah, uh, just they, on the street. They they seem like people who, if I was in the streets of Atlanta, they'd still be like, I don't, we don't like your kind here. Right, and be like, this is Atlanta, homie. This our town now. Well, yeah, and that was this the attitude that they're giving. But I actually like them a lot better here, and they did some actual like flippy type shit, which I don't necessarily think they should do. But I think that that goes to that speaks to the commitment of everybody who was in that match to deliver the best fucking match they could. Um, and I know that I'm assuming that the New Day and the Usos were like the ringleaders of that because they have been in this position before being put on a pre-show to be forgotten, but then delivering one of the best matches of the whole night. Right. And speaking of forgotten, man, it was a lot uh, to me. The list we mentioned Naomi, you know, going out immediately. Oscar losing is still weird to me, but it's like become it. just part of my life. 
uh, Shinsuke, Samoa Joe getting eliminated. What like the fuck? What, that was so weird. I think they just didn't want to have to deal with having two powerhouses in the match. They, what that, a lazy way to book it, and then don't put them in that match. Yeah, yeah. dumb, like, super dumb. Oh, we don't want to have to have two really big, strong guys, so we'll have the first one eliminated immediately in a way that's unsatisfactory. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Why even? Put, yeah, why even put him on the why team? Put you had like six there. other dudes. Yeah, put him there. Do something else. Um, and I've. Oh, uh, I feel like oh Xavier also yelled "sweep the leg" because we still heard himself. So that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, uh, Shinsuke at least got a one on one. He still lost, which is. I, I just I don't know what are you guys. He doing? also looked like he was wearing pajamas, and yes. it distracted me the entire time. Listen, Shinsuke's gonna Shinsuke. Shinsuke just pajama wrestling mm-hmm. over there, making Listen, his crazy faces. If he's not gonna win, why why would he put on real clothes? I would come up in pajamas too. Yo, that is the realest shit you've ever said. <laughs> Yo, uh, that I'm about to change everything about my life right now. <laughs> just those comfortable. Oh, ass. who's going over? I cool. Where's your gear? This is it. This is it. <laughs> um, why are they? Covered in uh, tododokis. I'm like, because uh, why not? Because um, this is my comfortable gear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's this pajamas. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pajamas. It's, just, it's a new angle I'm working on. It's called uh, "Fuck You." If I'm not gonna <laughs> win, <laughs> uh, wrestling. Um, heel Daniel Bryan. I like heel. Daniel I kept Bryan. making Smeagol references the entire time <laughs> I watched him, though, because first of all, that WWE Championship is huge on him. Yeah, it is. And then him just in the corner smiling like my precious. Um, I think it's weird that they've moved Shinsuke's low blow angle over to uh, Daniel, but hey, someone's got to punch some nuts, so it might as well be Daniel. Um, side note, I haven't heard Brock talk in a really long time. Yeah. I forgot that he sounds like Hank from King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't talk a lot. I can do this all night. I sell propane. Suplex City. <laughs> So play. Like he lives across the street from AJ Styles <laughs> and is uh the is always borrowing his barbecue. Just comes over in, a, in his shorts and flip flops yeah. with a with a, a Fanta in his hand. Mm-hmm. Hey, what y'all doing? Hey, y'all having a barbecue over here? It's real nice, you know. And then he points at the grill and they have grill talk. Yes. I don't know how to. It's not grill talk. It's grill grill talk. talk. Yes, yes. And he is also that guy. who's like, oh, what you got going over here? Oh, this looks real good. And then we'll just grab him a plate. Without asking, yes. he just he just goes in there. He'll take he'll take a piece of meat right from the done meat tray, mm-hmm. like a monster, mm-hmm. with his bare hands, mm-hmm. and you just have to look at him and be like, oh, I'm "Put up with this." And say shit to you, kill no. me, murder me dead, <laughs> murder me right where I stand. Um, I feel like the squashing of Daniel Bryan went on too long in that match. It was before yeah, the it, turn happened, and once the turn happened, it was enjoyable, but it went on way too long. I fast forward through like five minutes. Of I it. think it was it's, meant to to be really brutal and hard to watch and I felt that and from the commentary from the crowd's reaction like I got it but at the same time I agree with you if you're not super into the idea of this match it could be a little hard to sit there and watch just one person who looks unable to answer the call Mm -hmm. and another thing on the commentary team I don't mean to talk smack but I'm gonna talk a little smack Mm -hmm. about the commentary team you don't keep drawing attention to the fact that the ref should be calling it Yes, because there was no reason that the ref was not calling it if Daniel Bryan is unconscious if Daniel Bryan cannot move the ref should have Mm -hmm. you know stopped the match so we needed a reason and maybe if you just hadn't called attention to it, we wouldn't yeah. even have thought about like 15 it. 15 times. Right. But they kept saying it. It was like, yeah, that is weird. Is this, does this official need to be fired? Sure. Yeah. And I think, and like another thing too about it is if we have not seen, this is the same playbook for every 
match with him. If I didn't see this 15 other times with him coming out and suplex sitting people and doing this stuff and being a monster or whatever, this is like every, they book every, like all the matches basically the same with him, which is, you know, it's fine. The first, like, like that's why like a lot of people when Braun was first coming out and they were establishing him as a monster, all his squash matches, like just kind of like I got bored after a couple times, you know? And I just, I don't, like we're supposed you you shouldn't be doing that for three months. You should like mix it up, you know. Yeah, it's also hard because with every show and with every superstar, there are moves you as a fan paid there to go see them do. Right. You want to see them do their cool moves, but we have a show that we are watching over and over and over again mm-hmm. every single week, and so it gets really repetitive. No matter what I feel, in a lot of ways, um, especially with someone whose move set is so small, like. So small. Like he's just gonna keep throwing you. People, or Ronda doing the armbar over yeah, and over and over, and over again. And over like again. in the end, the match was still good, um, I, because they brought a lot of fierce intensity to mm-hmm. it. But it was getting like, okay, Ronda, do you have two more moves? Mm-hmm. They don't even have to be real moves. Just like something else yeah, you something could do, else. like Let's a drop toe hold, maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah. Eventually, the commentary team also. Um, oh yeah, speaking of which, I actually completely forgot to mention this. Rhonda has a moment where she fires up and throws punches. Yes, those were the weakest, fakest looking punches I've ever seen. First of all, they looked, and that might be partially on Charlotte not selling them properly. But then the idea of this MMA fighter, a champion among women back in the day, punching a wrestler. Mm-hmm. The wrestler being unfazed and then succumbing to chops like they yeah. are the strongest thing in the world. That was really weird to me and threw me out of the match. I it's, forgot to mention that. Yeah, no, they, the the way that they are booking her and I don't feel like, I feel like they should be handing her losses once she gets this deep into the roster. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like it's Asuka because Asuka deserved that monster run like right. she's fucking oscar like ronda just came in and you're not she's not using a bunch of her her mma moves she's doing some of the stuff she's she's riding on but i feel like when she does do the mma stuff mm-hmm. those should be the moments like with her armbar okay yeah. when she does her armbar this should be a big deal because she's trained she really knows what she's doing okay when ronda throws some punches she should yeah those should be as big as that move yeah those should, and and maybe that's on again like i said on charlotte for not selling them right but if the mma fighter comes at me with some punches and my response is to chop her a bunch and i'm winning it just feels really fake to me no i agree i think there's something i know that ronda's going like pulling the technique in a way that she just so she doesn't accidentally punch the shit out of somebody in the thing don't break her face don't break her face um oh what's that maybe ronda should teach naya how to pull her punches what, what? Listen, if it's not going to look good, then save them. Yeah. Don't do it. That's why I'm like, I, I think that, uh, I think they looked better against the Bellas, but also I feel like there's something about Charlotte that makes her feel more unbeatable <laughs> than a lot of other people. And it's, you know, like that's part of the reason why at the end where she was like teeing off on refs, where why, why I pop so hard for that? Because I'm like, yes, Charlotte should be a beautiful monster. Yes. Like that's like, she should be like, look at me. I'm so glorious or whatever. And also fuck your shit up. And that's what, I mean, frankly, most of these female, the, the women superstars should be like that. But like Charlotte in particular, because she is so muscular and she is so like fit and she right. is, so, you know, like she looks strong and powerful. And yeah. she she looked like she could have kicked all those refs asses, which yeah. I felt like they should have done more to show that, too. But whatever. 
um, WoW will do something with that involving refs where um, you maybe will get scared for the refs at one point in a match. That's good. Uh, one last thing about the commentary. I agree with you. You pointed out that Corey and Renee seemed like they kept flip-flopping. Constantly. Like, it's been happening real, real hard after the first, like, two or three, ep- like, episodes that she was on there. And, like, I can't... I know that they do that to signify, like, turns. Like, f- you know, face heel turns. So, But, like, Corey's usually supposed to be the person that sticks up for all the, the, the heels. Right. And Renee's supposed to be the face people. But that... Isn't right, happening? and like again in that Charlotte match where, where Corey was like, "Oh, I used to really like her, but now I have questions," you right. know, because of that was very brutal. Whereas before he would have been like, "Do anything you can to win." Yeah, you're no, you're you know the god, the empress, and you're the queen. This is your ring, and right. this is your throne. Like I thought that was good too when she yelled, "This is my throne." That yes, was good. um, and and it was especially bad also during Evolution during the the Bella uh, Ronda match because. They kept kind of going back and forth between, well, well, Nikki, they did a lot of stuff, blah, 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 and this, that, the other thing. But I'm like, no, she's the bad guy here. Right. Tell the story. Tell the fucking story. And so I, it's it's frustrating from a, because as a writer, and if I'm watching this thing, and I know it's whatever, but like, I, you should have some sort of integrity for your storyline telling. This show's been on for like 45,000 years. Right. It's, you know, now that you point that out, it is funny. This show's been going on as long as I've been alive, and they still can't tell a goddamn story half nope. the time. It's usually the wrestlers themselves who have come up with the best storylines and who by pushing and pushing and pushing, they've been able to tell stuff. And you would think that they would find a way to have, I don't know, incorporated some of those lessons at all. But they don't. And and that goes back to what I was saying earlier. As a fan, I personally want to be told how to feel. And yeah. maybe not in the most obvious, of course, not in the most obvious way. Like, I don't want someone to be like, Sarah, you should be upset right now, mm-hmm. like, like to me personally. But when I'm watching it, I should be able to know what I'm supposed to be feeling based mm-hmm. on the story and, and have kind of a grasp on it. And I feel like it might be the commentary team kind of getting their, their legs back under them after a switch up. And it's also possible that we are simply in a weird time where there are no, there are very few act like straight up faces. You know, a lot of people are gray area. Um, except for Naomi and Asuka. Except for Naomi, Asuka, and Finn. Like, yeah. those are the only, like, and Ray. But, like, it's, you know, it's a, it's a handful of them. They probably will be heels in three weeks. You know, like, they don't have any consistency to it. And so I know, and I know, and it's weird to me, too, that heels are the only people who have factions now. Like, there's not a lot of, like, face alliances like there used to be. And if you're talk, talking about hearkening back to old times and doing all this kind of stuff, like why are we not having face heel consortiums? Right. I want I want factions in general. I feel yeah. like they are afraid of them for some reason. And those were always some of the most fun storylines. Mm-hmm. And and as they kept saying in this show, like dream match, dream match, dream match, you can make more of these dreams come true if you had factions. We would get to see people interact. We would get to see more run-ins. Mm-hmm. You know, those people love that. Yeah. And it would make it would make it less of a slog to pull these storylines out over three months. Right. You know, like I'm going to have to see some of these motherfuckers every week, every week until WrestleMania doing the same, same ass shit. And I would like to have something different in there. I mean, that's part of the reason why, like quite honestly, especially for raw, usually the way I watch it or the way I watched it before I like was actively doing stuff in it. I would watch it like once a month. 
Yeah. Because the storyline doesn't change. Right. And they catch you up at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of each match. They show a little package. And I will say that is one thing I did appreciate about the Raw and the SmackDown that occurred right after Survivor Series. Is There were some surprising, interesting mm-hmm. um, setups. So that was cool to see, although I know they won't stick to it. I wish they'd do it more often. Mm-hmm. Um also, shout out, there were some local folks who got to actually participate. Mm-hmm. Um, Delilah Doom and Zeta. Zeta was probably one of my favorite guests we've had on this mm-hmm. show. She's great. Um, they were in the catering scene. Um, Fidel Bravo and um, Richie Slade, they were uh, in NXT, I believe. They were in a match against Brian Kedrick and Tozawa. Um, 205. Oh, sorry, 205 Live, sorry. I'm like, NXT doesn't sound right, but I can't remember <laughs> which one it is. Cold medicine, everybody. Too many. Woo! Too many lines. Um, then, wait, there's one more. Oh, Eli Everfly uh, was one of the Bryant brothers. And uh, so that's a thing. Anyway, so it was cool to see uh, local folks, as always, getting used. I'm sure everybody oh, feels that Seth, way. And uh, Seth, Bryant, uh, Seth Rollins almost smashed the hobo in the face. Oh, yeah, I wish he would have. Nope. Oh, yeah, I got beef with Hobo. Oh, Real beef. Real beef. Coming for you, Brandon. That great, that great A steak. Mm-hmm. That brisket. All right, guys, so that was our thoughts on Survivor Series. Be sure to tweet us, let us know what you think. Yep. Uh, and tune in in two weeks. I know we had shows twice in a row, so don't get confused. Mm-hmm. In two weeks. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a end-of-the-year announcements, information, fun mm-hmm. stuff, bonanza. Extravaganza. Ganza, Ganza. I made an echo happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so be sure to tune in that. We will have a guest for that. We didn't have, a, like I said, no guest today because our guest was WWE superstars. What? Breezy for sheezy. Oh, show. He was not, a side note, he was not on the interview list. Mm-hmm. So when I got there and he was there, I was kind of like, oh, you know, but I didn't notice he was the only one not on the interview list. So when they were <laughs> about to, yeah. So they were, when they were about to send people up, they were like, do you mind if he just comes with them? And I'm like, of course I don't mind. <laughs> what kind of question is that? They were, they, they were like, yeah, they feel a little weird that he was the only one who wasn't listed. So they said, can we just bring him up? And I'm just like, why? But why wasn't he? I don't know. It must have been an oversight of some, who, some kind. Who? 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 Who fucked that up? Who? Shout out to that intern. I know it's right before Thanksgiving and I I appreciate you still, even though don't do that again. Don't do it again. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Women Wrestling F. If you like the show, please share it. We've had some amazing guests, really great Mm -hmm. episodes lately. Um, I think you should check them out if this is your first show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're in for a treat. Yes. Tomorrow, where can people find you? You can find me on the Tweet Machines and the Instagrams at Misfits Tomorrow. And you can find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H is God in the Bible intended. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Eat that turkey.